What's up, everybody? Welcome to the world's best podcast with Jack and Reno. I'm Jack. And I'm Reno. And we're two dudes in our mid-20s who don't know shit, but are doing our best to figure this life thing out. We are so glad to have you along for the ride. Let's get it fired up! And grab your Saturday morning mimosas and take a sip with me right now. A final that's sip? No, that's Scott Adams' deal. I can't steal it entirely. I just, <laughs> I, we're the Saturday morning mimosas. <laughs> All right. All right. This let's, is truly in champagne. Started. Oh, there you go. This okay, I'm going to stop sharing. Champagne, France. And I think we're still live. Somebody's watching us. Uh, maybe. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Live. Did- go live now. I think I can do YouTube, too, really easily. Live. All right, Jack, let's start this off. What have you been up to? Reno, I have a whiteboard that I'm going to draw on immediately. And I'm going to tell you about the best ideas I've ever had in my entire life. Immediately, if not sooner. Okay, got to look out for my mic cord. If my mic gets unplugged, (laughs) I apologize. Okay, we got to make sure we can see the whole whiteboard here. Okay, you can see my reflection in it. Whole deal. Okay. This is what we call a Venn diagram. This is, I'm going to show you a secret to life that you didn't know was a secret, but you're going to be blown away by this. Here's a Venn diagram. Ready? It kind of looks like boobs. Venn diagrams look like boobs. There's the nipples. But that's not the point. Mm-hmm. Things I like. Uh-huh. I... Like, is there going to be any room <laughs> in that circle for things you like? Things other people like. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is where I live. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I have fun. Okay, wait, ready? This is the this is the center. This is really the center. Mm-hmm. Me mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. That's it. That's the whole world. Is it mirrored mm-hmm. for you? No, that's right. Yeah, okay, because uh, it's mirrored on my screen. Yeah, yeah, no, but it's right on mine. Things I like, things other people like. Having fun is in the middle of the Venn diagram. Mm-hmm. Everybody likes it when you have fun. This isn't, you don't have to feel guilty. You don't feel bad about it. You just go out in the world and you have fun. Guess what? Yep. It's contagious. Fun is mm-hmm. contagious. Yeah. So let's put that in the, let's put that, let's put that in big capital letter somewhere where you see the whole whiteboard. Fun is contagious. Yeah. You can live your whole life. You can make money having fun. That's all you have to. You you can just go through the whole life, and all you do is have fun. And you Uh can make your living. You can live your whole world, and it's everybody wins because it's part in the. It's in the category of what Mm -hmm. other people like. 
yep. is me having fun. Yep. Everyone, nobody's against that. Nobody mm-hmm. goes, wow, you should have less fun. Nobody says that. Mm-hmm. No, you should have more fun. And I'm going to have yeah. fun mm-hmm. all of the time. That's me yeah. having fun. And it's, yeah. and so you can tell by the Venn diagram that yeah. it overlaps. Uh-huh. There's a I like that a lot. Yeah. It's that simple. It, like, it, look, uh-huh. it looks like it's a huge thought. It's that fucking simple. And this yeah. applies to everybody. You, it's, instead of me, pretend it's you, and you go, me having fun in the middle, and that's you, but you're the me uh-huh. in, this, in the hypothetical uh-huh. scenario. It's yeah. true for everybody. Well, yep. unless you're like a torturer, and then it's not fun for everybody. Uh-huh. But for most people, your fun makes other people's life fun. Dude, here's, one, here's the thing I've found. And what I've been trying to do more is, uh, like, when you talk about, like, you having fun, like, you really enjoy it when other people are having fun. What I realized is that in so many situations, other people are, like, they really want someone else to have, like, they want someone else to start the fun. They're, like, looking for the people having the fun. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, you go to, like, a party. Like, here's, here's an instance. Uh, the reason I don't go to big dance clubs and I don't go to, like, really big bumping bars is because everyone there is looking for the fun and they can't find it so they get really hammered. But for me, I'm like, I, well, let me do what's, what I really enjoy, which is going and just hanging out with friends at a table at a bar and just talking that way. And that's really fun. And I, what I found is that people just want energy. People need energy. That's what they want. And so if you're the guy with the energy in any situation, they love you. They're like, yes, thank you. Someone's bringing the fucking energy. Timeline. Me approaching strangers. Two. (laughs) Looks like you kind of gave up on the end of the words there. (laughs) Is that ancient Greek or Mesopotamian? I can't tell. Strangers. Uh. <laughs> Do they yeah. like me? Uh. Oh wait, no, I know. Uh huh. Here's there's two ways it could go. One way, uh-huh. kicked out. Uh huh. Out of what? Embarrassing of the group. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing, not really. Mm-hmm. Embarrassing, exclamation point. I am invited to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, can you read that? No, I but I know that. what you're writing. Okay. <laughs> it's also just not this entirely says, on the screen. But this I know says kicked out, well I, think, well, I think it's entirely on the screen. No. I mean, I'm watching the screen, and it's not. <laughs> it's cut off. At the I can see the off. screen. Okay. All right. Watch it later. Tell me I'm wrong. There we go. Now is it? Yeah. Now is it better? Okay. Can now you see the whole screen thing? Yeah. Okay. It's mirrored, and my handwriting's bad, so I can't fucking read it. I can barely read it straight. Yeah. This says too embarrassing, and then there's two things. Uh-huh. This is a category, and this is a category. Yeah. I'm the worst drawer. That's not important. The idea is still good. Yeah. Uh-huh. What's the difference? Yeah. 
Whatever, it doesn't matter where I write. What the difference is, <laughs> are you, are you more, the, the other people, when you go talk to them, they're going to decide, is it more fun with you there or with you away? And they don't decide it on purpose. Mm-hmm. They decide it like intuitively. Mm-hmm. But after a while, after everybody I talk to, they usually decide, God, you know, it's more fun if Jack's here. Because mm-hmm. you know why? Because mm-hmm. we go back to the previous Venn diagram. There's no undo mm-hmm. button. I can't like rewind. But when I have fun, be fun, mm-hmm. others fun, it's not really like that. It's really just a circle because it's all overlap. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm a value add. Are you a value add or are you a value taker? Mm-hmm. Do you add value or do you take value? Mm-hmm. Do you... All right, we can do this better. Add value. But yeah, complete the, the wide's got to connect. Touch that, touch that tail. And or there. do you take value? There you go. Here, connect that U. That first U, it's going to look dope as shit when that tail touches the the upper part of the Y. Okay, it's hard to write with the chair and the thing and it spins in circles. Uh-huh. Look at this, yeah. look at this, are you ready? This uh-huh. is a good idea, but wait until I spin it in a full circle. Oh, that's a better idea. Now it feels oh, like a better oh, idea. Wait, one, two, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, one, two. Whoa. Who's watching this live? Dude, it, it, did you get this from the Rosetta Stone? Is this a mixture of Greek and um, ancient Egyptian that I'm looking at right now? Um, this is this is called um, uh, this is called dude. This is called the we only we still. Um, yeah, here, let me save you. Let me save dude, you. Dude, just I by the way, still 100% of people can hear us live. So suck my nuts. <laughs> okay, dude, I'm gonna. You want to have an imaginary scenario? A funny scenario is one day the whole human race is eliminated and everything's gone and aliens come in. They come in, they go, there was an ancient society here. They don't understand the language, but the first thing they find is a petrified whiteboard with your scribblings on it. And they go, oh my God, what what language is this? And they try to replicate, like they take your writing as like the gold standard. And they go, this is how they wrote. That, and that'll be the only thing, that'll be the first thing they find. Amongst the nuclear waste and the rubble of the world is that whiteboard in pristine, petrified collection. Yeah. So, but I would like to continue ripping on your point here of adding value. So, oh, I, I, think this, screen. I think this is huge, and I think this is a huge point, and it was a huge turning point for my life was when I decided to, uh, these things, and the thing I'm going to say hopefully sounds simple but again, it comes from, like, it took me a long fucking time to figure it out. But basically, if I just spend my whole life being in, in this, trying to have the most fun as possible, it makes everyone happier. Like, the world everyone. is happier when I am trying to actively add energy and be happy. So, like, in a situation where, like, like, if I'm ever in a situation, and we're, so I'm over at a friend's place, and we're just sitting there drinking, and it's kind of quiet, and maybe it's not a lot of fun. I just think, we'll be fun right now. And I go, I go, dude, guys, we should play Codenames, which is like this, which is an outstanding board game, which you, uh, first I played with you, and then now we're all addicted to it here, all my friends in Austin. But like, guys, we should play Codenames. Like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. It was literally just, and the whole concept behind that was just like, yeah, I just want to have fun. 
And let me expand on one point to that so this doesn't sound completely crazy. Well, not crazy, but like there's some validity behind this. Is that what I used to do was just sit there and wait for the fun. And I go, well, I don't want to suggest code names because I want to play that, but I don't know if other people want to play it. And I don't want to suggest nah, something. Well, how can and other you people don't have want to the do most it. fun? Dude, exactly. And, it's the, and, you, and you suggest that. Yeah, well, it's a fun thing. And also be okay if people don't want to do that. Because then you can suggest another thing. And it's just, it doesn't matter. Nah, dude, like, there's, yeah, there's no limit to ideas. I am so fucking chock full of ideas and thoughts. I yeah. decided I'm going to share all of them. 90% yep. of them are going to be just the dumbest thing anybody ever heard. But that 10% that's right, people are going to go, God, Jack, you've said a lot of bullshit, but that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I live for that moment where people mm-hmm. go, God, that, that, you know, for all the bullshit you've said, that one was pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's right. That just, mm-hmm. You yeah. don't get it without, because I don't know the difference between the bullshit yeah. and what's good. Other yeah. people have to decide. I just put it out there in the world, and then everybody else decides. It's like this Facebook live stream. Yeah. Why is nobody voting on my poll? Let's 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 do this. Let's do create poll. Oh, 100 percent. Two people voted now. Yeah. Two people voted. Look at the comments. <laughs> let's ask who was. Wait, live stream. This is just funnier. Ah, I'm fucking. Dude, dude, look at the comments. Look at the comments. Is there comments? comments? There's a comment. Yeah. Wait, wait. Okay, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let's uh, let's share my screen for a moment here. We're gonna share screen two, and we're gonna go to live. How do I go to the comments? Comments. I love you, Jack. Ronnie. Fuck yeah, Ronnie. <laughs> Dude, wait, I saw Ronnie last night. Hold on. Oh, not the poll. Not the poll. Go to, uh... Nah, whatever. You'll find it. Oh, there it is. Hey, Ronnie McPhail. Oh, yeah, dude, he's there. Look, he's responding and stuff. It's good. I'm gonna look up, I'm gonna look up Ronnie's... Oh, dude, I am having so much fun. Dude, Ronnie, I don't know what his Facebook looks like, but he's got some fucking killer hair. You guys got this fucking... The locks of love right now. Uh-huh. I'm gonna tell oh, him he's that. Got nice, he's got a nice beard right now. I'm a big fan. Ronnie, you have the best locks of he, love. Oh, did he have a did he have a birthday recently? Oh no, that's in April. Wait, is his birthday coming up? Ronnie, is your birthday coming up? Ronnie, stop birthday responding before I send it. <laughs> Dude, I don't know when Ronnie's birthday is. Well, Ronnie, when is your birthday? It's in April. I think it's April seventeenth. When Tell is me if I'm wrong. your Tell me if I'm wrong. birthday? I don't need. I don't need to type it. He can hear it. It's coming up. Look, dude, he can. He can see us. He's watching. Uh-huh. April. April seventeenth. <laughs> oh my God, Ronnie, we gotta. We gotta. Well, are you gonna go to the Silver Dollar or are you gonna go somewhere else? Ronnie's family owns the Silver Dollar, Ooh, which is the best nice. bar. It's the best bar. There's all the bars in Portland. The best bar is the Silver Dollar, yeah. without question. I think we went there. Uh, it was like a couple of years ago. We went there and we tried the yeah. big buck hunter, and the big buck hunter was broken. So Ronnie, yeah, I have, Ronnie, you, you guys got to fix the. You guys got to fix mm. the big buck hunter. I don't know. I haven't played in a while, but we got to fix the big buck hunter. Listen, I'll be there tonight working the bar. Hope to see you there. I'm going. We're going to silver tonight. We got. Yeah. We got to tell Evan. Hey, <laughs> live on Facebook right now. Working out. Okay. All right. 
Jack, we got to talk about something. We got to talk about something <laughs> okay. good here. All right. All right. So, what else, what else is it to talk about here? Okay. Ronnie, I appreciate it. I understand that. You guys still do a good job. You're still the best bar in town. There's absolutely no doubt about that. Well, there okay. will be. Leaving the screen sharing, going away from the chat. Ronnie, we're leaving you. Jorge, Reno. Yeah. Did I tell you we're live? This is big. I'm about to drop some news on everybody that's uh, live right now. This is what we yeah. talk about on the podcast. Some of you are tuning in live. This is yeah. new. I banged a 39-year-old MILF in Scottsdale. Just dropping it. Just I dropping the bomb. Just, just I, I laying it out there, milk. dropping it. No, she, she was, didn't have she any was kids. not mom. She does but now, she's though. Oh. <laughs> she might. No, she doesn't. A little, little Jack running around. I hope she doesn't. Dude, Dude. could you imagine that? Let's, let's like go through that for a moment. Yeah. I was like, because we talked about this scenario. Because she probably wants kids, you know, like you get to the age of 39, you have no kids, like you're running out of time. I think it's just a human thing to want children. Why? I wonder So there's a non-zero probability that in 18 years, somebody calls me up and says, hey, Jack, I'm your child. Yeah. I wanted to meet my dad. Uh-huh. You know what happened to Steve Jobs? <laughs> Wasn't that why he named... Uh, one of his computers, he named it after that kid that he, like, wasn't a part of. Yeah, that he, like, abandoned. Yeah, he didn't deny. It just didn't, it's just not my kid, but it was his kid. Yeah, I think it was Lisa. He said, oh, that's not, he said, for sure, Lisa is not my kid. That's not my kid, that's not my kid. And then, like, 10, or, like, just a really long time later, he said it was, and he named the computer after her. I think it was Lisa. Everyone goes, oh, like, after your daughter? And he goes, no, she's not my daughter. <laughs> but you named like the second Apple computer ever created after like a name of someone that <laughs> is your daughter's name. Are we supposed to think that's a coincidence? <laughs> like Steve Jobs, dude. Of people who are legit crazy, that is, that dude is legit crazy. He was he was actually insane. To to uh, our all of our benefits. He was insane. You know, you know, Nimer said to me, "This is our what? fraternity brother." For anybody that's listening, they don't know. He goes, "I would have discounted jobs." This was a great take on the Steve Jobs. He goes, "I would have yeah. discounted jobs," but he did the Pixar thing. People don't know that he yeah. made Pixar. Yeah, he, he did. gets fired from Apple, and he goes, hmm, "You know yep. what I'm gonna do? Animation." And then yep. he found Pixar. The Name brand in animation, the best. There have zero bad movies. Pixar. Yep. yep. Steve Jobs. Apple. They don't yeah, think I'll talk about that because Pixar is nothing compared to Apple. Imagine Pixar being the worst of your mm. successes in life. That's the mm. life I want to live. I want. Dude. I want to have a Pixar in my life where it's amazing, but it's worse than something else I did. Oh, whoa, hold on, check this out. I'm looking up some history of this, of Pixar. And oh, yeah, a screen share. 1986. Yeah, screen share. 1986, well, hold on, it's not, people aren't going to read it. Uh, in 1986, Jobs acquired the computer graphics division of Lucasfilms, LTD, and renamed it Pixar Animation Studios. And he was CEO, remained uh, majority shareholder, 50.1% until the acquisition, of, uh, until Disney acquired it. Wait, from Lucasfilms, like... Star Wars. George Lucas. Like George Lucas. 
So he acquired a division of from George, George Lucas, Lucas studio, 91. So that was before and then made all it the Pixar animation studio. Dude, so it would have been after but it would have been but also it would have been after the first few films, right? So like it would have been between mm-hmm. the second between the like yeah. 4, 5 and 6 and 1, 2 and 3. Yeah. But but think about how that is. He he goes to a company that's just crushing it. It's probably attracting the top talent. Snags the division of it and goes, "I'm going to just take the best fucking animators and like the best people and just make a studio." You can't not you know we have the best people, you can't not create something amazing. Do you know one of my favorite facts about Steve Jobs is? Is that he cried in meetings if he didn't get his way. He would just yeah. break down. So he always got yeah. his way because yeah. everyone just caters to the crying guy. Mm-hmm. Especially when he he's the owner of the, comp- or the founder of the company. Yeah, he just <laughs> cater to that guy. Dude, you know what he would do? You know what he would do is uh, when engineers, one of my favorite facts of Steve Jobs here, now we're on that, is that uh, he so often engineers are part of his like black ops division the ones who like they they're the ones that made the touch screen they made the first iphone they made siri all this stuff like all the crazy innovations the black ops team did it and he would go and meet with the black ops team and he said anytime that someone said they couldn't do something like they go he's like i want i want this crazy thing like i want three fucking cameras or whatever he's like i want to do the touch sensor in the button bam and they look at him they go that's like impossible we can't do that and he would just look at him and he would just go I believe in you. And then he would just walk away. <laughs> so people, people discredit Jobs because he wasn't a great coder, right? Like he like did not know the hands-on things. But, but you know what he had a great grasp of? Of what was possible with technology. He was a visionary. Like he, mm-hmm. he understood technology well enough to understand what was possible. A lot of people mm-hmm. that run the tech, they don't even conceptualize what could be because of the tech. That was mm-hmm. Steve Jobs. Dude, he goes, hey – We've got computers. We've got phones. We're going to just do neither of those. We're going to make yeah. the tablet. We're going to just make a big fucking touch screen. Yeah. And everybody's going to want it. Yeah. And everybody goes, well, this doesn't exist. It's not a thing. And now it's just, it exists. I have an iPad. Yeah. I think there's, I know it's, it's not next yeah. to me, but it's just, I use it. Yeah. My aunt and uncle, they use the iPad instead of their phone. Yeah. Instead of a laptop, instead of a laptop, they use the iPad. Yep. He just goes, "Oh yeah, this is no, this is we're gonna do. We're gonna make we're gonna make the iPhone, but we're gonna make it bigger and it's gonna be a touchscreen." They go, "Well, I don't know." You go, "No, it's gonna work." Yeah. And then it worked, and now then everybody made a tablet. Now everybody, and then and then none of the tablets worked. The only tablet that still exists is the iPad because it's the only tablet that's worth your fucking money. Yeah. It's just like, holy fuck, dude! You can see the goddamn future. And create Dude, it. You can create I, the future. I think I mean, that's exactly what he did. And I think what's crazy, too, is uh, I think something that um, led to a lot of their success was how he wanted beauty to be in every single device, even inside and out. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that sometimes oh, yeah. people discredit that. But I buy a lot of things because they're pretty. Like the phone, like the iPhones. It's just everything about it is just pretty. It's just pleasant. You know, like... And that was a big differentiator because Microsoft actually came out with a tablet before the iPad. Did they? Uh huh. You know what it looked like? Oh, that's new. Turd. Me. I didn't know that. It looked. It was terrible. bad. It was bad. It was bad. It worked. It worked fine, and but it looked awful, dude. It literally looked. It was like this fucking thick. It was like this just giant hissing machine, and it was touchscreen, and it was a tablet. And there were and Bill Gates was like, yeah, check this shit out. 
nothing, no one sold. And in fact, people said, uh, obviously, that's a terrible idea. No one wants that. No one wants a giant touchscreen computer that said that. And Steve Jobs goes, no, no, they just fucked it up. Microsoft, the biggest IT company in the world, he goes, no, 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 they just fucked it up. We're going to do it right. And so he made the, and then he made the iPad, and people will just pissed their pants about it. Did you know? You know, I think I've talked about Paul Graham before. I think he's. I don't know if he's Maybe. the founder of Y Combinator, but he's a huge player in yeah. the. I, I I know less about Paul Graham than I should know to talk about him. But uh, so Y Combinator is this big startup coalition, right? So. Yeah. I think both DoorDash and Uber came from Y Combinator. It's a it's a huge deal. Like it's just it's fucking amazing, and uh, and it's just basically a building where people get together with startups, and then they just have all their startups together. So he's also like an angel investor and you know VC mm-hmm. and uh, the whole deal. And but he wrote but he writes essays and he writes them regularly, and they're amazing. Mm-hmm. And one of the things he did was he wrote about conventional minded people versus independent minded people. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how, and but, but all of it through the lens of what makes a startup work. That's every mm-hmm. single essay is like kind of like from his worldview, which is entirely thinking about how do startups work and how can I make them function, right? So you write mm-hmm. this essay about conventional and independent-minded people, but it's like tailored around this startup world. Mm-hmm. And what he talks about, he goes, the best startups and the best company ideas are not usually the best idea or like the most simple creative idea. They're usually an idea that the founder thinks can work and everybody disagrees with. Everybody else goes, no, that can't work. And he goes, those are the companies that make the money. And that's what the iPad is. Everybody goes, no, that can't work. But Steve Gage goes, no, yeah, it it can and it will. Mm -hmm. And those are the people that are able to not only create this product where everybody disagrees with them that it will ever exist in the world, mm-hmm. but then like just keep pushing until it actually becomes true. That doesn't mean mm-hmm. every bad idea is actually a good idea. Some ideas yeah. are just bad ideas. But yeah. these visionaries are so in tune with their, the tastes of the world and their own tastes that they're able to look past an unbelievable amount of criticism because the best ideas are obvious, right? And they're mm-hmm. like, and so if, if you have a really obvious idea, and it's not, and and it, you and, and you go. This should work, and you go. Well, this has been obvious for a long time. It means a lot of people before you have had this obvious idea. So the likelihood is the reason it doesn't exist is because it doesn't work, because yeah. it's an obvious idea. When you have a not obvious idea and people disagree, it has mm-hmm. a, a lot of times a better chance. And that yeah. was his point in this essay. But it's like, what, what a different perspective when you have your ideas. Yeah. You go. Fuck, maybe I'm crazy, but maybe I'm not. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do you yeah. know the difference? Right. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a great point. Yeah, I think that's a great point. I remember reading, uh, he sent me his blog and that whole thing about the think about thinking uh, for yourself or think independently or kind of with everyone else. I would think about that a lot. And I like the idea of uh, a vision of you have a vision and you want to make it a reality. Everybody has a vision of something they want to make into reality, you know? And I think that. Um, the way that you make that true is you help other people see that vision. Because you can't do it on your own. Like Steve Jobs couldn't have created Apple. Like he needed engineers. Steve Wozniak, Wozniak, he needed his Black Ops teams. I think 
I think one of the reasons he was successful. What is this black ops people? Thing? You keep talking about this black ops thing. I don't know what that is at all. Well, uh, hold, let me finish my point. Up. Let me finish my point. Okay. Um, but I think that that's what a big attribute of him and a big attribute of like Jeff Bezos is too, is they have a vision and they're basically not going to stop till they get there. And the way, reason that they're successful is they get so many people to help them because they can help those people see that vision. And that's been a big yeah. point, turning point for me in terms of um, getting help and getting people inspired and behind an idea. It's like, help them. If you're fired up about something you see, and I'm like, dude, I see so much here. Like for you, be Bitcoin. I see so much here. I'm so fired up. And people are like kind of wet towels about it. Well, they don't see it yet. They don't see your vision. So you got to help them see it. And if they're seeing it, they're going to be as fired up as you are. And you don't have to persuade them of anything because they see how badass it is. So really, all you're trying to do is help them see what you're seeing. And that vision will get them on board. Dude, so, I made a lot of money on Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you got like 5X or whatever you put into it. I just... No, more than that, like, dude, I've been on Bitcoin since 2015. Yeah. I just, I just, I don't know why I thought this is a great idea. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize how undervalued it was. It's still undervalued. At 50K, Bitcoin's undervalued for what it is. Just, by mm-hmm. the way, any listeners, undervalued. Mm-hmm. That's my opinion. Do not blame me for bad investment advice if it goes south. Because mm-hmm. I don't know shit. Yeah. Yeah. But it's fucking undervalued. Yeah. For what the tech is. Yeah. It could the Bitcoin be, correct valuation is closer to $10 million, in my opinion. That's what I think the correct value, valuation is. <laughs> if Bitcoin is less on? than $10 million, how, how, really? I want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. How, did you, how do you guess that? How do you guess that amount? I'm curious. Gut feeling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no science. That's just the number that I feel is correct. There's some, like, you know, like, like, like there's some, like the market cap at 10, at, at 10 million is about the market cap that matches the, like how many us dollars are in circulation. And I think that it should at least match that in terms of it's like tech. Know. So that's about where 10 million is. So that is the logic. Oh. So there is logic. Oh, okay. So it's not a gut feeling. <laughs> yeah, but it more or less is right. Like you that's know, like the other thing. Exact. Here's what I just heard. Uh, uh, I know. I just got feeling. I have nothing to back it up. I yeah. mean, I, I guess I do have this like really specific number derived from this constant. No, it is, is, you know. it is. It is. It is a really specific number. <laughs> 10 million is a really specific number. But guess what? It's less persuasive. When I tell people all the thought, it's less persuasive than the gut feeling yeah. idea. So yeah. why would I tell everybody all the thought I went through? I went through yeah. a lot of thought. I was like, okay, this is it. I sat down. I did the numbers. I was like, what could yeah. this be? Yeah. $10 million. That's about. Yeah. I think that's the correct number for Bitcoin yeah. to be evaluated at. Yeah. But that's not. That's not. Doesn't make good conversation to dive into that. You no, know what it does no. is gut feeling. <laughs> Dude, you know, people who are already on. Board, I don't care. I don't care if anyone else buys. I, I'm gonna make a shit ton of money. I'm just. But yeah. I share my fun with the world. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you know what the the fact the 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 logic is good for those facts that's help. That's good for people who want to be cemented into it. If they're like, they're like, yeah, I'm on board with Bitcoin. And then, and then you tell them that fact, they're like, oh, well, I'm fucking locked in now that I got some I know, logic. I know, I know, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because people, they want to be on board with your energy and your vision. And once they see the vision, they're on board with it. And then if they have like a, a reason, just like literally any reason at all, they're like, oh, perfect. I'm cemented in. That's like, that's like how people get influenced in every way ever. They just, they get some emotional pull. And they're like, and oh, yeah, I see it. Boom. And then they get one you know, fact, a- <laughs> one fucking fact, and then they go, locked in. 
Mitchell. Let's check our but Facebook yeah. comments. Who we got? Oh, God. Jack, who's on Jack's shirt? Life-changing news. Kelsong! Kelsong's on here? Oh, shoot. Oh, my God. Who's on Jack's shirt? Uh, the guy at the thrift store. The guy that donated his shirt to the thrift store. That's it. <laughs> Did you pick just a random... No, dude, this is my brother's shirt. I totally stole it from his drawer. But if you guys just liked it. Dude, I fell asleep in these clothes drunk yesterday, and I woke up in them. But it was a good outfit, so I kept wearing it. Yeah. Dude, that's such a funny, that's such a Griffin thing to do. And, to then, I woke up, shirt. Dude, and then I woke up, and my hair was fine. You know, like, I didn't have to wear a hat. I wear a hat or a hat all last night. Why do these things work out? I don't know, but they do, and I don't question them. I roll with them. Yeah. My hair yeah. should be a fucked up mess. But I woke up this morning, and it was just great. Yeah. I go, oh, I'm just rolling with this, baby. We're not yeah. We're not questioning the good news. We're going with yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like Dude, that okay. feeling versus facts. What's the yeah. difference? Dude. <laughs> All right, are you ready for a pivot? I got a... I got a, a, I got a pivot. A, I'm ready for a, a pivot. String. I have a string for us, a conversational string. Okay, <laughs> I believe, I believe the future of entertainment lies within virtual reality. That's my claim, and I will now continue to explain my position. All right, okay, right. I want, I want it, I want the claim, I want the position because that, that's right. a thought-provoking statement. I know, I know. So <laughs> I recently bought an Oculus Quest Two. That thing, hands down, that's for the that, porn. That, Right? Oh, Quest That's two. why you bought it? Dude, no, I'm never touching <laughs> that shit. Because I, I know it's going to be good, and I'm never fucking touching it, dude. I would do that right away. Dude, I'd I know, I know. Porn, you talk, literally, I'd be banging eight dude, women at once. I'd be yeah, looking around. If, if I had... If I had a whiteboard right now and I said how and I had a and I and I had some sort of pie chart and it said, what does Jack ask about when I mentioned VR? It would be 100% about porn. It's just if what else do people do with it? Tell me like, what else people like, do with it. Jack, maybe like if I invented My a movie theater. I think like if I invented a movie theater, I'm like, yeah, a movie theater for like, you know, just entertainment. So you can watch porn on a big porn. screen. Yeah, that would be my mentality. No, I'm very limited in my thinking because of the sex thing. And it's uh -huh. kind of biological. It's not really my yeah. fault. It's kind of yeah. biological. Well, you're a piece please, of shit, but we all know that anyway. stop. Please expand my limited belief right okay. now. Right. Okay. So, virtual reality. So, about the Quest 2. It's 300 bucks for the intro thing. This is going to change the game because it's so cheap and it works so well. And you don't need a computer. It's all self-sustaining. It's all in one thing. Dude. Every single time someone puts that on, it's a game changer. They flip out. Because you can transport to a new world, and when you consume media through VR, it affects your brain and your senses differently. You feel like you're there. Like I played a game where I walked off a plank off of like a giant skyscraper, and I fell, and it was the trippiest thing ever. Like, I literally was falling, and my gut, like, went up in my stomach. Like, you know that falling feeling? I had that. And then I just hit the ground, and I was like, oh! Dude, it's good. And so here's what I think the future is. Because with VR, you can feel like you're there. You have a different interaction with the movie. 
So I had this idea, and I'm putting this off on a platform because I won't do it, but I want it to be reality. What if there was a movie, and they start out short segments, where you are seeing from the perspective or like on a 360 camera, like chess cam or something, of a character in a movie. And you can flip, and you see it, like you're there as the person. Or you're just looking around, you can see the person, you can see everything around you. You're there in the movie. And you can change perspectives. So if you're watching Star Wars, you can follow Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan goes to, you know, to the, in Attack of the Clones. He goes to uh, whatever planet that was, he sees the clones. Anakin is on Naboo, alright? He's, he's on a different planet. So, and in the movie, they, they put clips together. But in, this, in the VR world... There can be a three-hour movie following each character. And so you can watch the movie oh, multiple times dude. from different perspectives, right? Dude, we should make the first VR movie. I'm telling you, this is game-changing. I will, game I, will I will book tickets to Austin tomorrow. If We can buy, We should buy a 360 camera, 360-degree yes. camera, and yep. we should make... Because nobody's done this. You just had a unique yeah. idea that nobody's done. Let's get a yeah. 360 degree Dude. camera and let's fir- let's film the first VR movie. I'll fucking Dude. buy a ticket to Austin and I'll fly there. I'll be there tomorrow. Dude. Rita, yeah. I would do that. If you wanted to do that and you were actually fired up about it, I would do it. Because here's what we could do. Is How much we could, here's, here's, here's the first idea here. Here's the first kind of movie. is a mystery. Right? And in the movie, you don't know. Like, if you watch the standard movie from one perspective, you don't know what happened. But then you, and for, so from my perspective, you're like, oh, what, what happened? Like, that was crazy in this situation. But then you know, like, 40% of the story. So then you watch Jack's perspective, this other character. And then you go, oh, well, he was there at the boat. And then he saw that. And that's why the plane, you know, the little RC plane crashed into the car. And you're like, what? And then. You can flip to the car driver's perspective. And you can see, like, and you can just, but you get to choose when to change perspective. The movie doesn't do it for you. So if me and you were watching the same movie, we could be discovering different things about the movie at the same exact time because of what characters we decided to follow. Hey, Rena. Think about that. If I flew in on Monday... We, I'm, we make a VR, VR this movie this week. I can fly out Sunday. It's $142 round trip. <laughs> can I sleep on your couch? I will go there. I have no reason to be here or there. There's no reason I am tied to anywhere. Let me see. Let me see how much. How much? Here's. here's I'm I can occupy myself during camera. all the hours you're busy. I can occupy myself. I, well, I can rent a car or I can use your car. How much is, it, right. how much is a 360 degree camera? I'm going to look that up. But regardless, regardless, can I come visit this week? It's only hundred forty dollars. Yeah, absolutely. Can hang out this week. Yeah, right, dude, dude. Tickets. <laughs> let's, so let's go, my, baby. My schedule, my schedule is the same every day. So uh, my Mondays are basically. I would count me out. I got until... miles too. Fuck, this shit can be free. Let's go to yeah, American. Go. Let's, that's Alaska. Let's check out American. Give you perspective. I'm uh, we'll out this later, but, until but, five thirty every day. So from 5 yeah, a.m. Yeah, to 5.30 p.m.? Do you think I cannot occupy myself during... I'm going to go leave. Right. Rena, I'm going to get... I'm going to leave your place. I'm not going to bug you during work. I'm going to no, go know, hang out in Austin. I'm telling you, I'm trying to communicate to you, because I know who you are. <laughs> I know you're going to have your own fun, badass time. But I don't have a full afternoon. Like, from 4 o'clock to midnight is not my available time. I have a, I nah, have a couple nah. things I do. Okay, cool. Nah, you do, so you you know do that. things, dude. You do I don't things. want you to be disappointed 
If I only your have, time like, is your time, baby. Okay. Whenever you got free, we can uh, you can schedule it. I got a lot of the free time. I won't always have free time in my life. This is a rare thing where I'm going to have this much free time. I'm going to yeah, I plan to use every second of it to take it to my advantage. I might. I think I'm going to fall. All right. All right. We should talk about this after the pod, but I might fly to Austin in two days. I'm looking at... And I'll bum it on your couch yeah. for a week. Fucking... That would be a good Let's time. Because if I'm thinking about moving to Austin, I want to spend a week there before I go. So. Yeah, absolutely. We're Let's dude, And Texas is back, baby. No mask, no restrictions. Government, dude. Governor Abbott, he lifted everything. Dude, you know what I love is the two takes. Some people say, oh my fucking God, what is Texas doing? Uh-huh. And, they, and other people go, oh my God, what is everybody else doing? Mm-hmm. Why do we have two different opinions? I think the correct opinion is let everybody be free. You know what I like? More than I am afraid of death, I like freedom. Yeah. I don't care if half the fucking people die. Sorry. Sucks to suck. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> you can control your own destiny. I live in that yeah. world. Let yeah. me be free. Let me... Yeah. If I want to die tomorrow, I can go yeah. fucking shoot myself in the head. That's the yeah. freedom I believe in. You just... Yeah. I want freedom. <laughs> I want freedom. Yeah. yeah. Look, I, I know the disease. disease. I can stay at home yeah. if I'm scared. Yeah. But I don't... Yeah. But I want the option to go out if I'm not yeah. scared. That's yeah. what I want. I want options. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom. Yeah, I agree, dude. Listen, I'm in Texas and I have loved it the whole time. The how they've run it. They're like they, you know, like where he basically he Texas is one of the first like states that start increasing the up like the limit of how many people can be in a building and all this stuff. And then Abbott just goes boom, baby. That's Governor Abbott. That's Governor Texas. He goes boom, baby. Texas is back. Instagram was lighting up with memes. I was loving it. Texas is back. The pandemic is. I mean, people are gonna. Okay, you know, who cares? In my opinion, people can get mad, whatever. The pandemic is over in Texas. The disease exists, but the pandemic is over. That is the best. I don't know if you read that somewhere or said it. That is the best Reno thought. Dude, you know know the other good one? Fuck, I actually said it yesterday. It was a Reno original. I can't, what was it? It was (laughs) a, you've had a few originals that I live by, right? Like, and and the other one was, um, I can't remember what it was, but I live by it. I don't, I don't remember. But when it's relevant, I yeah. think about it. Like, Reno said yeah. this, and he was right. Yeah. But that's yeah. so correct. The, pandem- pandemic's, over. the, the pandemic's over. The zoo still you. exists, but mm-hmm. it's over. Now it's your choice. Yeah. Before, yeah. it was the government's choice. Now it's your exactly. choice. Exactly. It's your choice. Now COVID lies. You know what? COVID lies in the same category as every other contagious disease now in Texas. Dude, you know what needs to happen in the world? You know that. Here's here's an issue of a good thing that goes too far. Is everybody's concerned about everybody else. Stop. Mm -hmm. Stop doing that. Worry about you. Worry Mm -hmm. about you. Me? I'm not afraid of the pandemic because we just found out from the WAPO, Washington Post, that it's Mm -hmm. a fat-demic. It's the fat people. It's like 90% of the people (laughs) that die, they're fat. So if you're not fat... It's, there's no there's no pandemic. You're just not going to die. So it's Jack, like fat on. people. Last you're, so you're telling me, this is a hot take, that unhealthy <laughs> people with pre-existing conditions and very old people die because of a disease? Jesus fucking Christ. You're I know. Me people I know. So that, if like, you're in good already... shape and you're healthy, no risk. There's no pandemic. Yeah. There's nothing to fear. 
Yeah. You might die, but there's a lot of things you might die from. You might die driving down the road. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm not going to... Look, I'm okay. If I died today, I lived a good life. I'm happy. I I, I put in some insurance so my siblings can have some money. Like, boom. Done, done, done. It's just like... Whatever. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm a positive presence in the world, but like, if it ended... I'm not going to live my life so it doesn't end. It's going right. to end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think in general, I just know, I just know, pers- I, do, I know, I know two people specifically that are going to spiral when they hear this, but that's okay because it, I'm confident that if I have a yeah, my, they with might anybody, not be Facebook we friends with see, you. They, we we're only on my other. Facebook page live. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> these are people that you also know, <laughs> but, but, um, I think that, I think in general, um, people are too concerned with death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, here's, and I think you agree with this. And, by, and I, everybody I gets on a turn. that point. People, people are really concerned about not dying, and they're really concerned about other people not dying. And there, there's a there. That is a really good thing. That's a really good thing, and it has to be this. But there's a balance to it. There's a balance, and I think because the United States, our, our medical system is so good. Um, and because we have so many good systems to keep people alive and keep people healthy and all these things exist, that we have this thought now of, like, people can kind of live forever. You can save anyone from any illness, and there's a model of living life now with modern medicine and modern uh, education. You can just, most people can live, like, a really long fucking time, possibly forever, eventually, maybe forever. Um, and so people are, like, obsessed with it. But I don't think we need to be obsessed with it. And I don't think that... I think the fear of death is good to have. I think that there are uses for it. And you can't not have it at all. Because there are people who don't have that. And they don't live very fucking long. Shocker. <laughs> um, and they... but So there's a balance, balance to it. And I think that people are too balanced on the side of... You know, save every single person. And save yourself and try to live as long as possible. And my second point to this, before I shut up. Because I'm talking a long time. Is not how listen. annoyed? It's a good. It's a good how point. annoyed? Don't ever, you don't feel bad. Reno, the thoughts Dude. that come out of your mouth are good. Talk forever. Dude, I'm just, oh, I just, I just know that you're ready. You're ready to get in here, and I want to just let you know there's an end in sight. No, I'm <laughs> listening right now. Okay, I'm cool. listening right now. Dude, I am. I get so annoyed when people are so obsessed with this made-up we or these made-up other people. This other people. Oh, Reno, you can't say that. Other people will get annoyed. Reno, you can't go over there. Other people have decided that's not allowed. Reno, you can't do these, you know, like the pandemic, it's a really big deal. You can't, you know, you got to order all your groceries to go right to your door because you might hurt other people. Other people are dying. Dude, shut the fuck up. Who are the other people that you're fucking talking about? These statistics? Those statistics that you have never talked about in your fucking life except now? Have you been not aware? You know that pneumonia used to kill half the fucking people in the world. Anyway, so that's not my second, that was a tertiary point. My secondary point is stop being obsessed with these other people because the other people are you. But have the ball sack to tell me that you don't like what I'm doing. And let's have that conversation. Yeah. Go, oh, other people won't like it. You Fuck don't it. like it. Nut up or shut up. <laughs> that's the clip. That's the viral clip right there, baby. <laughs> nut up or shut up. Dude, well, I don't you, care if you're a girl. You can have a pussy and you can still nut up. Listen, it's just the same. Makes sense, dude. Here's the deal: is when here's the deal. 
I think it's important, and and you had, and this is a point that you had said a long time ago that I really liked. Sometimes you need to say, you need, you need to own your thought, and you need to say it, even if you know it's controversial, because you need to know if it's if, if it's a dumb shit idea, or it's like you shouldn't be offended for that reason. If you're offended, so you need to say ideas. it. You need to say it. You go, oh, I'm offended by this. You need to say it. You just you test say it. it. But you gotta test it. Listen, you gotta go out there and you gotta you gotta say, I'm offended for this reason and like specifically what you said, and then have that conversation. And then maybe they're receptive to it. And they go, you know what, you're right. I you know, I could I could say that a different way. Or they'll go, dude, are you serious? You're offended by that? Oh my god, get over yourself. And then you go, Ah, yeah, you're right. Okay. I had to say it though. But yeah, you're right. I I should get over that. I should get over that. You know, you gotta be ready for that situation. Don't bring in other people into this. <laughs> Other people are gonna. Other people don't like that, dude. You don't like that. Say it. Own your thoughts and who you are. Let it come out and like be okay with a little bit of uh, maybe a little argument or something. Because after that, it's gonna be so much better than this hidden resentment and this and you hiding behind this other people so you invented. Fucking true. You know That's so fucking true. Okay, so you know the like the saying. It's either a good time or a good story, which I yeah. love, right? It's yeah. been like a life motto of mine. It really helps you just overcome things you're afraid of. You go, either yeah. this is going to go well or it's going to be a good story. Yeah. Here's an even more simple way to put it. It either goes well or it's funny. Yeah. That's yeah. the dichotomy. Yeah. And then when things don't, when you say something that doesn't land, but you think it's funny, yeah. everybody else then thinks it's funny too. Right. Like, yeah. I'll say something like, well, fuck, dude, I was, I, I pushed this group of four girls, just smoking hot girls a few weeks ago. Yeah. And I walked up and I just, I crashed and burned. You know, like, I don't know if you water, you, I don't know if you know, know much about water skiing if you've ever been. But if you're trying to get up on one ski, which I've done successfully, I'm not a very good skier, but I've gotten up. But for a while, if you're not on a good boat, you just fucking eat water. Like, you're holding the ski there, like, in front of you. I'll get in the position right now. We can back up. You're holding the ski in front of you, and you're like this, and you're just, and water is just, you're just getting fucking waterboarded, dude, for, like, a long time. Like, it can be, like, 15, 20, 30 seconds if you're not a good boat. And you just fucking hold, and you keep tight, and you just, like, get yourself up, right? Yeah. So that was, like, me with these four girls, where I'm just... Just crashing and burning. <laughs> Nothing about me they like. They don't want me there. And I'm just, but I'm just holding on to my fucking yeah. ski. Like, I'm going to get up. I'm going to stand up. Eat, <laughs> I'm going to stand on the ski. Shit. And then once eat you're up, shit. you're cruising. You're cruising. It's yeah. just the boat does all the work after you're up. But you're done. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm just there. I'm just eating fucking shit for a while. And I'm talking mm-hmm. to, like, I kind of, like, start talking to one specific girl because a good strategy mm-hmm. is to, like, if you're talking to people and you're trying to, like, get people, like, you comedians do this, you just, mm-hmm. you target a specific person you start talking to them. So I'm, mm-hmm. ta- I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this, one of those girls, mm-hmm. and I overhear, I thought I'd hear the comment, they go, I think that guy's gay. And I turn mm-hmm. to her and I go, you're gay. <laughs> I said, you're gay. I thought it would be funny. I don't know. And they all stopped. <laughs> they all stopped and they looked at me. They're like... Like, you need to leave. You need oh, to leave. You're so and I go, tough. okay, I know that sounded bad. I'm like, I know I just called you gay. Because she didn't say anything about me. She wasn't even uh, talking about me. It was just my own, like, delusions. I go, okay, I know that sounded bad. But you guys need to understand, I thought she called me gay. 
Well, yeah. what's the appropriate response? Well, you're gay. I have nothing. There's no issue with gay people. Fuck, uh-huh. dude. I might be gay. I well, don't know. I mean, I know you're an enormous homophobe. Yeah, I could be. Homophobe, I could be. I don't <laughs> think you know it. If you're a closet homophobe, I think you just. I think you deny it so hard that you don't even know it. That could be me. I'm not, <laughs> I love gay people. I think that everyone should be able to have sex with anyone they want. Uh huh. I go. I you're gay. <laughs> they didn't know that. They didn't know that. I'm so. I mean, I like the gay people so much. Uh-huh. <laughs> so fucking I pull up a chair and I sit down with them I go okay let me explain uh-huh. oh the double down all four of them came to our after party they loved me they loved me I fucked it up worse than you could imagine they all I, I just go nah I'm just eating shit I'm still on the ski I'm trying to get up and then we got mm. up baby we stood there you go I did have some reinforcements come in, and we had some friends that saw me, and I'd been there long enough. They go, okay, well, he must be going, like, kind of well. If they haven't, like, actively kicked him out at this point. And then everybody else showed up, and they go, okay, this guy's got friends. He's normal. He's just not a weird. He's not a total weirdo, which I am, and they found that out later. But, mm-hmm. but I mean, that, that probably <laughs> helped you because they figured out, oh, he's not one of those solo dudes who's figuring out how to talk to people. But it's like how I presented the Bitcoin thing, where I go, it's just a gut feeling. Yeah. I just, I just, I always just explain it in the worst possible scenario, and then uh-huh. whatever circumstances come, make my situation better. You uh-huh. make circumstances work for me. So like yeah. when everybody else showed up, but I told them because I think they asked me if I had friends, and I think I was like, nah, I just here by myself. I'm a weirdo. Mm-hmm. I hang out on my own. And then when everybody else showed up, and they go, oh, this guy's funny. Mm-hmm. He's not. He's not a weirdo. He's funny. Yeah. They don't go to, oh, he's a liar. They, it's not the jump. They don't go from, because I lied, right? I, like, actively lied. I said I was alone, yeah. right? But I lied yeah. to make myself worse. But then when everybody yeah. else showed up, they don't go, he's a liar. They go, oh, he's funny. Yeah. Because it was funny. Because <laughs> I thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was so I fucking funny. I thought I was the you did. I was I... They showed up. Dude, the best thing you did was double down. You doubled, tripled, quadrupled down is what you did. And that's, and that's what you got to do, dude. You got to, I mean, if anyone, if anyone wants to see how doubling and quadrupling down goes, look up Norm, Norm McDonald. Oh dude, my God. My inspiration. He never gives up on a joke. Even if no. it goes well, even if it just slams one liner, he doubles down, makes it weird by doubling down and then set Keppel down to bring it funny again. But he, even if he's funny, but it doesn't go awkward, he has to make it awkward to be able to come back out of it. He goes, this is going to make everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. But dude, it's I'll, funny. So I'm going to say it. I'm going to keep going. It's just funny. Because you're not a liar. You're funny. Yeah. yeah. That's the difference. What What is the difference? I don't know. But it exists. That uh-huh. is like a thing. You can lie yeah. as much as you want. As long as it's funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You're, what do you do with that knowledge? That's just a true thing. If you don't realize that, you haven't woken up to the universe yet. <laughs> Wait, if you you can lie as much as you want if you're funny. Yeah, as long as the as long as not even the intention. If you intend to be funny and you lie, but it's not funny, it doesn't work. If it's funny, yeah, you can lie as much as you want. If it's actually funny, yeah, and funny, I think is like an objective thing, right? Like everybody thinks there's certain people that don't get humor, and then they're just kind of squares. But 
there's a reason a room full of people get together and laugh, and there's a reason an entire room laughs together. It's because funny yeah. is kind of objective. It's not a subjective thing. It's pretty objective. I don't understand the science behind it. It's mm. like fucking Jerry Seinfeld book, Is This Anything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just say things. Sometimes they're funny yeah. and sometimes not, and I don't know the difference. And they, that's the premise so of his book. The objective for subjective thing is actually, I read that, I, I tried to finish this one, it was like a lecture series about funny, like where these scientists try to break mm-hmm. down what humor is. And they had a definition of a joke. Like they had a definition of it and what funny was. It was like really hard to understand. It it Dude, didn't even make sense. Try. Like they tried to say, you like can't it's really hard it to words. define what a joke or what a funny mm-hmm. thing is. Because it also depends on the person and their background. Like, for instance, I'll tell you a quick story that I had heard on Joe Rogan's podcast with Anthony Jeselnik. Anthony Jeselnik had gone to two stand-up sets with Jerry Seinfeld, bringing him back. And he went to one that he said was all, um, is Gentiles, is that, that's like Jewish people. Gentiles, isn't that what they say? Like a, I'm going to look at what Gentile means. I'm pretty, I, I like it when girls are Gentile with my balls. Yeah, there we go. It's, uh... I also like when they're aggressive with my balls too. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. Well, anyway, I can't figure out what it, it is. Anyway, he went through a show. He went through a show. Much, where... you know. okay, yeah. Sorry to everybody on Facebook. <laughs> but anyway, basically, he went to two different shows, and he went to one that I guess was like the audience was mostly Jewish folks, and so he was telling jokes that I guess just kill in front of Jewish folks. And Anthony Justin, he was like, he was like. It was weird because I went to see Jerry Seinfeld and he was just not funny at all. He was like, I was getting angry at how not funny he was. But people were like loving it. And he goes, what's going on? And then he goes to another show where Jerry Seinfeld has like a mixed uh, mixed background audience. But his jokes were completely different and those people just loved it. And so humor, and then Anthony Jesenek also goes, oh, that's the funny Jerry Seinfeld I know. But he, Jerry Seinfeld had changed his jokes to according to the background of his audience. Yeah. And so I think there's an element of background to people that make them like a certain comedian more because they can relate with... Because some jokes, if you... You can explain any joke, but that kills it. But if you have a same background as the joke teller, their jokes are just kind of funnier because you can see how their mentality works because you kind of... You have a similar mentality. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's... it's so There's an element so of that. What do you think about this? Tell me if you agree or disagree with this statement. Mm-hmm. Is I think this is a good way to go through the world. Mm-hmm. Is If I don't get a joke or if like a group of people laugh at something that's funny... My yeah. default assumption is not that it's. I don't assume whatever happened is not funny. Mm. I assume it's. I assume I don't get it. Like I assume mm. I'm not on the end. So whenever yeah. a group of people laugh at something and I don't laugh or think it's not funny, yeah. my default assumption is I don't get it because it's obviously mm. funny. The only yeah. requirement for something to be funny is that somebody laughs at it. Yeah, that's it. That's what funny is. Somebody yeah. did somebody think it. Did somebody think it was funny? That's yeah. what makes it funny. So if everybody yeah. else thinks it's funny and I don't think it's funny, it's still funny. So yeah. my default assumption when I go through the world and I watch people laugh at things and I go, wow, I didn't think that was funny. I don't go, yeah. wow, I get humor and they don't. I go, no, I, I'm out of this joke. No, I'm the, yeah. I'm the lesser in this crowd. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you don't know understand what? it yet. It makes you appreciate the world so much more because yeah. you go, Fuck, there's another realm of humor I can learn about? I fucking love humor. I want humor to be... I, if I could do business deals and all it was was joking and laughing the whole time, I want that. When I have sex, 
I want my partner to be laughing the whole time. <laughs> That's how I roll. I mean, yeah. you know, my small wiener, but then that, like yeah. also other things. And yeah, so that just like, makes jokes because nipples. it just relieves tension, man. Mm-hmm. It just, it takes it away. So if yeah. other people think something's funny and I don't, I usually assume I'm the one that's faulted and not everybody else. Because that's usually, yeah. usually, it's the correct assumption. Because nobody's really yeah. faulted. But like if I go, yeah. maybe they get it and I don't. Right. It's like TikTok. I don't get TikTok. Yeah. I don't get it. But I'm sure it's great. I just I just don't get it. Yeah. But that's right. me. That's not TikTok's problem. A lot of people yeah. like it. So obviously it fucking works. Right. Right. Yeah, you gotta get, yeah, it's true. If you don't get the humor, then it's not going to work out for you. Like there was, there was a joke. Um, I think I'm saying it right, but someone's going to correct me. I'm sure someone will get triggered, but it was like Jerry Seinfeld had told this joke and he was hanging out with a, a guy, a Gentile guy and a non Gentile guy, which I think is Jewish or something. But anyway, basically Jerry Seinfeld goes, this guy's going to get the joke and you're going to be confused. So he's going to laugh and you're not going to laugh at this joke. You ready? And he's like, okay. And he goes, uh, a Gentile man walks down the street and he goes to an apple cart. And he says, how much are these apples? And the guy goes, it's $2 an apple. And the Gentile man goes, hmm, that's a fair price. And that's the whole joke. That's the whole joke. And the Gentile guy goes, yeah. busted up. He was like, dude, that's hilarious. And then <laughs> the guy goes, <laughs> he, had, he had your <laughs> reaction. He was like, what? He was like, what just happened? It was a perfect example. I don't fucking get it. <laughs> and because the joke was that the Gentile person, it basically is going to be like, $2 for a fucking apple? Are you serious, dude? I would pay one. 45 at most no way and then you know they're never going to be satisfied with the price they, that they got i guess is what i've been told and so like that's the joke or like they and so they have infinite jokes like that like with gentile like two gentile men uh they go to make a business trans they they own they own business and they go to make a business deal they show up one gentile man off uh he offers a deal he says we'll buy your company you know 40 percent stake at a hundred thousand dollars and the other gentile man goes hmm, seems like a good deal <laughs> like, it's, just, it's, so, it's just like I don't get it. Yeah. Humor's not always meant for you. Sometimes mm-hmm. things are funny, but they're just yeah. fun. sometimes sometimes I'll make jokes. I will say them out loud for my own benefit. I go, I don't think anyone else is gonna think that's funny. Yeah. But it's funny. It is funny. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. not in you just don't get it. Yeah, you don't get it. Yeah. I'll say Your them out loud. I will say I will say jokes out loud that only I get for my own pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Because the world's better that way. Nobody else yeah. is bugged. They just get a little bit yeah. angry, and they. It doesn't bother me when people are angry. Yeah. People are angry at me all the time, mostly <laughs> for shit that it's not even my like that I didn't yeah. even like think about. Like, yeah. like most of the time, people are angry at me for things I did not deliberately do. Yeah. Oh, who cares if they're angry at me for things I deliberately do? Then, like, whatever. Yeah. They're just gonna be angry yeah. sometimes. I don't know the fucking difference. Yeah. That's the worst. And you know what happens when people get angry? They get over it. Yeah. They just get over it. Yeah. Just don't, don't break the law and go to jail, but, like, people angry at you, I don't know. As long as you feel like you did what was right, then it's just maybe they're just being crazy. Because I'm crazy a lot of times. Sometimes I'm angry at people, yeah. and I go, you know, there's no real reason I'm angry. Yeah. But I'm really angry at you. And right. so it's like, I just treat, unless they give me a valid reason, I just treat it that way. And life is easier. Mm-hmm. You're all stressed. Yeah. All stressed because of that. You mean, like, letting shit go? Like letting that, yeah, you just go, yeah, whatever. That guy's gonna be angry. You'll get over it. You'll go to sleep, and then you'll be like, Well, that was one bad experience I had. And you know, I won't repeat Mm -hmm. the same thing. Like, I'll learn from the lesson, and Mm -hmm. they're angry. Okay, we won't do the same thing to them. Yeah, 
But they're gonna they, tomorrow morning. They're gonna wake up and they're gonna realize, and then it's just gonna be one memory in the collection of memories of me, and ninety nine percent of them are gonna be positive. Right. Yeah. And exactly. it's like, so who cares if they're angry at me right now? <laughs> but I like yeah. fighting. I really like arguing. So when people yeah, get angry, I, I, I usually yeah. fight back. But here's the weird thing: is when I argue, my emotion is usually like happy, and then the other mm-hmm. person's is kind of angry. So I have to be careful with that sometimes because yeah. I really enjoy it, and the other person is not enjoying it. But yeah. if they come at me, then yeah. it's like, then I get to enjoy it for a moment. I get to enjoy the, you got to let me enjoy the stupid debate for a moment. Like, remember when we yeah. got in the big fight over the ISIS? That's one of my favorite memories. When we lived in the ice house and everyone was doing the spear and ice ice and oh, you kept yeah. you the oh, bullshit thing where you kept your shit in the kitchen. And I was like, you can't mm-hmm. do that because there's a yeah. rule where if you find a few, okay, so the spear and ice thing, if you're listening right now, which everybody should be listening if you're not listening yeah. to what you're doing. If you're here, yeah. this is the best here, thing uh, you to be doing. Keep, keep going. I need to take a pee break, but tell people the story. Um, okay, so I'll tell the story, and then I need to take a break, so then you're going to have to do the story. Perfect. So leave for a moment. But here's the story for everybody. So Reno and I are there, and we're fighting, and we're in the fucking kitchen, and Reno does this bullshit thing where, okay, so here's the rule of the smearing off ice. I know, I'm sorry, I'm jumping all over the place. So if you find a Smirnoff ice, which is just an alcoholic beverage, you have to drink it right then and there. You have to just, like, chug it. And so we lived in a house that was called the Ice House because we did it all of the time. Just ice is everywhere. You lift up the toilet seat, and there'd be a fucking Smirnoff ice duct tape to the underside of the toilet seat, and you go, fuck it, I got to chug it. 9 a.m. on a Sunday or on a Wednesday morning before class, you got to chug the ice. That's the rules. Well, the one caveat is if you have a rebuttal Smirnoff ice that you have hidden, if it's one step away, you can grab that ice, and then the other person who delivered the first ice has to drink both of them. Well, Reno just kept his ices in the fucking kitchen where everybody knew where they were. And I was like, well, that's a bullshit rebuttal ice. You can't rebuttal with the fucking ice that works just where you store them. Because if I open that up and I find it, I know where it is. So it can't be a rebuttal ice. And Reno goes, well, why does it matter where I keep the ices? Well, I go, well, it matters because they need to be in. Because otherwise, if I open it, I have to drink it. The rules have to work both ways. Anyway, we argued for like two hours about the logistics of the ice. And it was an amazing argument. One of the best arguments I've had in my entire life. And we got fired up. And everyone tried to break us up. And we kept telling everybody, fuck off. We're fucking dealing with this. It didn't matter. There was no point to it. It was all about fun. But mm-hmm. we got fired up about each other. And you know what? Because of that argument, I think we let out of a lot of emotions that we were bugged about each other in other ways. Mm-hmm. And so, like, mm-hmm. you just argue. Because you can just... Because mm-hmm. guess what? Usually when you're angry, it's not rational. So mm-hmm. the other the, you can solve anger irrationally by just mm-hmm. fighting with people about things that don't matter. And mm-hmm. then your anger about the other thing goes away too. I don't know mm-hmm. how it works. I don't know why it works. It shouldn't work because it's mm-hmm. not logical. Mm-hmm. But emotions are not logical. But you can do yeah. it. So yeah. we fought about the ISIS. And then everything, mm-hmm. everything, everything, after that fight, every other anger I had with Reno went away. Nothing was about yeah. the ISIS. My anger was not about the ISIS. But I let the anger out, and then it went away. Yeah, yeah. That, dude, it's never, the motion deal is never, dude, I just remember <laughs> Kevin was like, I recorded that, and me and Misha laughed at that all the fucking time. <laughs> Wait, is it recorded? Yeah, I think, it's, I think Kevin might still have it. Or we need that video. Yeah, dude, that'd be good to put on the Instagram. <laughs> 
Just two fucking idiots arguing over nothing. Read That's what that the title video. will be. The title will be Two Idiots Arguing Over Nothing. We you get that from Kevin. We can probably, if we text right. him, we might be able to put it on the stream. Oh, like, dude, five people have replied yes. Nobody replied no. I would reply no. If I saw that poll, I'd reply no. Because obviously, if you can see the if you can see the poll, you can see the live stream. So, oh, I'm talking about who can see the live stream poll. I'm sorry, I didn't make that clear. I'm looking at, okay, I'm going to share my screen. Right. Yes. Who can see the, oh, wait, did I share it? No, I didn't share it. Screen two, share, boom. Why did this go away? Boom. Who can see that? Can you hear us live now? Five people said yes. No. I would vote no because, like, obviously, if they can see the poll, they can yeah. see the live stream. Mm-hmm. So a no would mean yes as well. There's only one answer if you respond to the poll, and it's yes. Even if yeah. you say no, yeah. it's like you can see the live stream. If you're aware of the poll, you're probably watching the live stream. Yeah. Oh, here we go with Jack's automatic suggested video. Oh, uh, we have I'm Thirsty. Uh-huh. When athletes oh, get caught cheating. Yeah, some low life. Did you watch seven-day a- vegan challenge when athletes get caught cheating. Uh-huh. I've never blinked in my life. That's funny. Mr. Beast is funny. That guy, I don't know how he's killing it so much because he seems like the most regular dude. But he guy? is fucking killing. Mr. Beast is the most subscribed to YouTuber. Period. That's it. He has more subscriptions. He just passed PewDiePie. Really? Yeah, Mr. Beast. What does he make? 14 million views. This is a 14-second video. It has 14 million views. What? What is he? I don't know what he makes. I don't even actually not produce a lot of his content. I've watched him because he's appeared on other things because he's just showing up everywhere. He's like 20 years old. So he's center just... of expensive stuff. Oh, he does uh, stunts. But this is funny. I've never blinked in my life. And then he has a 14-second video where he doesn't blink. That's funny. Dude, this is interesting. He says he goes, okay, I bought everything in five stores. Does that mean he went to five different stores and bought every single item? Oh, shit, what? So he does expensive stunts. That's kind of cool. Oh, dude, he makes a buttload of money. Dude, these YouTubers make so much fucking money. Oh, dude, if you're number one YouTuber, I think you're making millions of dollars a year. All right, Reno, what's your story that you got while I can go refill my cocktail? Because, because um, I'm, but not my, but it's a, but it's not a alcoholic drink. Because, well, it is. It is. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. How about I right, tell my most embarrassing story? Stop sharing. My most embarrassing moment. I'll tell that story. Okay, tell your most embarrassing moment. Tell about the time you lost your virginity, but didn't really. <laughs> That's not my most embarrassing one. But I will tell. Okay, I'll tell I'll, my most embarrassing. I will moment. be back. Okay. Alright, so, everybody, this is my most embarrassing story of all time, and it happened in high school, which uh, makes sense, because that's the, that's the most embarrassing moment of anyone's life. So, I was, uh, where was I? It was uh, senior year, in, um, and I was on homecoming court, and I don't know why they put me on homecoming court. I think it was, it was really awkward and really weird. I still am. And uh, I think it was like, you know those 80s movies where they go, wouldn't it be awesome or hilarious if we elected, like, Joe Blow to be on homecoming court? Like, who is that guy? That'd be crazy. We like, took the really awkward kid and made him on homecoming. I think that's what happened. So basically, I got on there, and um, basically throughout the whole week of homecoming, you just you just do things that they want you to do. Like, 
we got on whole, we got on the morning announcements and just roasted all our friends. And then we went out to the homecoming game, like a football game, and we all walked out there at halftime. We talked about where we're going to go, what we're going to do. We talked about going to be an engineer or State University. And my princess, because each homecoming prince and princess, you were linked up, like you had a person, and there were four pairs. My princess was just gorgeous. Like, she was awesome. And my answer was, like, I want to be an engineer and go to Oregon State University. And hers was, uh, yeah, I'm going to go become a huge track star and study law at University of Oregon or something like that. It was it was crazy. And then uh, the moment was at the dance. So we go to the homecoming dance. And you don't have to go with your princess. You guys are just linked up you know, for whatever reason, and then they elect a king or a queen. Um, and so we get there. I'm hanging out with my friends in the back, just doing weird-ass dances, doing, doing, doing the sprinkler, doing, like, lawnmower. I don't know, just random stuff. And the the leadership of the school did not tell us this was going to happen, but at some point, all of the music stopped. It was all hip-hop, 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 like my grandpa. Hip-hop, it was all... Katy Perry, whatever, Hot and Cold, whatever popular songs we're listening to. Pitbull, that was, yeah, when Pitbull was big. It all stopped. The lights went out, and one spotlight was at the very front. So there's, there's us in the back, and then there's, like, the big group of grinding people at the dance, and then there's, like, the front stage, because we were in the cafeteria, because I went to a school of 500 people. So everything was in the cafeteria. And a, a, one spotlight goes to the very front of everything. And the principal comes up and he says, all right, everybody, uh, the homecoming court, everyone come to the front because we're going to have the homecoming dance. And you guys are going to pair up. The princes and princesses will pair up and you guys are going to dance. It told no one this would happen. So the entire school is lined up in a semicircle, like a, a, an arc, a crescent in front of us, all at the front. Two pairs of, two, two princes and princesses, their pairs were up there. Me and mine go up there, and then this other guy, Hayden, his princess was gone. No one knew where the princess was. And so I was like, dude, sucks for Hayden. I was like, wow, that must be so embarrassing. My date decides that she wants to dance with Hayden. And I was like, no fucking way. They start dancing. They have slow, like, piano music. It's like a slow dance. And I just... The whole crowd is watching us, and I just look at the crowd, just make a bunch of eye contact, and I just walk right into it. Just awkward, and doing a term I've called awkwarding out. It's basically an Irish goodbye, but it's just really weird. And so I just awkwarded out, man. I just walked all the way through the entire crowd of every single student at that high school. I go back to my buddies, who just laughed their ass off. They're like, dude, I can't believe that was a situation. And then uh, we found out where the other princess was. She was outside in the back of the school getting drunk. That's the most embarrassing moment. That's it. I literally came in at the exact end of the story. Yeah, it worked out perfectly. I'll give you the shorthand version. Wait, wait, no, I don't need it. But this is, I don't, I've heard the story. I'm sure I've heard the story. Or it was a story I have not heard. I don't know. Did you hear about the homecoming dance? story where i invented nah, awkwarding out nah we can save it for another time because i got something better or at least more relevant to immediately right now let's do it my thing is your thing is good always my thing is good right now and right now only all right i walked let's up to it. the kitchen and my sister is like sitting in there and i go emma 
check us out, we're live. And then she like goes to Facebook, and we're the first thing that pops up. What? <laughs> yeah, really? like it's immediately we're live, and then I go, look, Em, that's where I sit, and it was like my chair was empty, <laughs> and you're telling the story. Yeah, I was like, nice. this is so cool. This is cool. What a wild world! Why are we able to do this? How are mm-hmm. we, as just the most regular fucking people, mm-hmm. able to just sh- stream our live to the world and let comments? Mm-hmm. She also replied to one of Joe's uh, uh, messages. She texted that it's that the shirt was not mine, it's my brother's. <laughs> Important correction. <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. It's like, uh, well, no, I'll, yeah. I want more engagement, not less. Yeah, I like this. Any I like engagement this. is good. You yeah. can hate on us. No, I like if it. You're, if they're there, you're watching, go tell us, this is so awkward, this is so weird. Say yeah. that. I want you to say that. Dude, you know what's not. This is, you know this funny? Is fun. Excuse me. You know what's funny is, like, we would assume that that someone, like, if we do something embarrassing or whatever online, they're going to, like, freak out and, like, be mean. <laughs> Dude, literally, I started posting, like, my halfway done piano songs, or just little tiny piano songs that I have learned. And I was like, I don't know, I'm just going to post them. I thought people were going to roast me, because I'm new at it, like, they're not that good. <laughs> but, dude, literally, I had, like, five friends just comment on there. You were on there, too. They're like, oh, sounds great, man. That's cool. Keep it up. Like, everybody, I, was everybody like, liked it. I was like, yeah, dude, keep was- that shit up. Dude, it was that, great. It was, it was the best. You know what it was? That was the best side of social media and of humanity. It was literally just everyone's really nice. People are generally positive. I want the trolls. I want the haters. But people are just generally positive. It, we haven't gotten any yet. It's not a scary place. I just, I'm curious. I don't know. The people I'm curious that are when it happens. the haters have a hard time watching it. Oh shit! I'm not even talking to my mic. Am I quiet? I'm not having a mic here. Oh, that's a little better now. We could, I could hear you yeah, fine. That's way better now. Yeah, that's better now, go. though, isn't it? Yeah, it's better. Dude, that's why I like this thing, because I just, I fucking, when I have the fucking mic over here, I'm like fucking leaning into it. I just, mm-hmm. that's why I like the clip thing. Mm-hmm. The other thing I've been doing is whatever you've invested into something does not have any bearing on how much you have to keep doing it. That's mm-hmm. a really good life lesson. Is you yep. can invest a ton of time in something, and the moment you realize it's just not the correct route, route yeah. just drop it. Yeah, it's just, your life 100%. just immediately gets better. And you have to go through life realizing you're going to do that a lot. You're going to do a mm. lot of things that you invest a shit ton of time into, and go, "This has all been a waste of time." It's not a regret because you it took that time to learn that it was a waste of time. So it's like yeah. you needed it, but once you realize it's a waste of time, drop all of it yeah. and just go to the next thing. Free up yeah. your fucking time. Because the only thing that you have in this world is time. Yeah. I would go ahead and say that. That's the only tangible thing you have is time. I don't know why we have time. Time doesn't make any sense at all. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Because memories are incorrect. You know, nobody remembers things mm-hmm. the same way. Your own memories are false. Like, they're just mm-hmm. not really true to what happened. And it's just like, so you live in this world which is just not really based in objective reality. It's just based in mm-hmm. a bunch of subjective experiences and... Mm-hmm. But you, somehow you live and you die. The fa- we would not even be aware we exist if we didn't die at some point, right? There's this like tangible progression from child to adult mm-hmm. to old mm-hmm. person to death, and you just and we get that, and that's mm-hmm. the only reason anything makes sense is because there's time. What's the unit you base everything around? It's time. That's mm-hmm. an, it's not. This isn't a big hypothetical thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is engineering. What's the only uh, uh, time? Over mm-hmm. seconds. 
What's not, and sometimes over seconds squared. What does that mean? I don't know, but it makes sense for acceleration. <laughs> yeah, yep. What Dude. does seconds squared mean? I don't fucking know, but it works. <laughs> yeah, what does that mean? Yeah, how do you, what does that really mean? Yeah. We, yeah, we got meters over seconds squared. Well, that's acceleration. Yeah, but mm. why is it seconds squared? Which makes sense. Why does you know, that like, unit what, make dude, sense? Here's what's crazy. Here's what's crazy. That there were people that spent their whole life inventing what a logarithm is. They were like, they basically, they basically just, they go, yep, here's what a logarithm is. And here's some math behind it. And let me spend my whole life to invent a math concept. That is now just on our. Uh, it's not just on our. I have a calculator right here. I just have, this you know, is how I think most. On here. This is ten thousand years of people discovering how math. Dude, that's works, the best calculator. Everyone thing. needs to look at this calculator. Put put that calculator Dude, up again. You need this one. You need the TS. The TI thirty six X Pro. You've never had a better calculator in your entire life. It does. Best one. It, it, what it doesn't do is graph. You have never used on a calculator Perfect. is the graphing function. I've Imagine. never used that. Mm-hmm. I use every fucking button on that calculator, and they're all useful. And I go, well, I can do this, too? And it's $20 yeah. fucking dollars. $20. fuck. Dude, and you can use it on we any test We should be sponsored by that. Dude, we should be sponsored oh my, by that. And I use it on every model. test. And you can cheat. You can, like, write fucking notes. In st- it has a memory bank in there. Yeah. You can, like, mm-hmm. write notes in there and store them for later. The teachers don't mm-hmm. check. The cheating's mm-hmm. not hard. It's easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, what, are, what are you doing? If you're not, if you're not a cheat, you don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. What is cheating? Dude. Cheating isn't is a made up concept. I don't know. It's just do you win or do you, if you get caught, it's cheating. If you don't get caught, it's, that's the Asian philosophy, by the way. That is like the Chinese <laughs> yeah. philosophy. If you don't get yeah. caught, it's not cheating. Yeah, and I believe that. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I, I, I kind of subscribe. I'm kind of into it. I'm like, that's not a bad philosophy. Yeah. Uh, there's more to go into in that, but for what I understand you're saying, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's yeah, depends. there is more. It, it's, depends, it's, like, it is a more complicated topic than I just put it, but yeah, I'm a simple, like, I, could, I couldn't I like agree or disagree with that because I don't, it's, there's a lot in there, but yeah, I, and I did hear Carrie talked about that with, um, the Chinese, but the, the reason I like this calculator so much, I really want to just really jerk off on this calculator, jerk off about it. That was weird. You can do it right now. Any of that. Yeah, well, anyway, actually, save what I want to say about this calculator. On our yeah, OnlyFans only page. Fans. Yeah, go to our OnlyFans page. Yeah, go to our OnlyFans page. You can see. Yeah, and then you can watch Reno jerk off onto the calculator. I'll, I can jerk off this calculator. <laughs> so what it does is it's everything that a graphing calculator does, but it doesn't have the function of graphing. And every rule, every math class has one rule. They say you can't use a graphing calculator because it's so badass. It does all the math. And you go... Oh, okay. But this doesn't graph. It does everything but graph. It's literally, you know what I think? I think there was an engineer at Texas Instruments, that's the company that manufactured this, and he goes, what is, what is our market? Our market are people in college and are people in high school. What is, what would, like, what is their biggest restriction about calculators? They can't use calculators that graph on tests. And so what they said was, well, why don't we create a calculator that does everything except graph? They made this so you could cheat in college. The engineers that made this, they knew for a fact the reason you would buy this is because it did everything but graph. I was like, that's that's smart. That's really fucking smart. That was a company that knew. They go, yeah, these these kids need to cheat, and they're doing it. Dude, I have one. You remember Christopher Knudsen? 
our chemistry teacher in Oregon State. Yeah, I love that, dude. He was such a badass. He literally, one of his rules he was in chemistry. Weird. I mean, I'm weird. So, like, whenever I, okay, so I want to say, whenever I say people are weird, you need to understand that I think I'm weird, right? So, yeah. like, it's not a bad judgment. But the other guy was a weird dude. Oh, I very, mean, I, very And again, weird. I'm a weird dude, so, like, it's yeah. not a negative thing. He just, it was different. He was a different, different, feels yeah. more polite to say. Yeah. But, but he had, but he had a head on yeah. him, man. He just fucking, he knew yeah. how to think properly. He was... He, I think, philosophically, was far and away better than most other professors at Oregon State. Uh, the be- I mean, he, maybe the best of the entire time I had. He, he, the way he understood life and understood what we thought was important and then showed us what was or wasn't was outstanding. He was outside of the norm rules at, at college. And as a result, he got in trouble a couple times. Because what he did was, he said, like, he would say this. He would go, listen, if you can figure out a way, he goes, you can use any tool. You can use any calculator, any tool. And they're like, well, what if we get our calculator to be able to access the internet and we can Google on it? Like, what if we open up the calculator, because we have some smart engineers. What if we open it up, put in a new chip that allows us to connect to the internet, change the interface of the calculator, because it's just a computer, so why don't you just change it to a basic computer that connects to the Wi-Fi that can Google things? He's like, what if we do that? And he goes, boom, do it. He's like, if you can figure out how to make your calculator Google things to cheat on the test, he's like, then do that. Yeah. That's goes, the solution that's, we want in the world. He's like, that's creative. That's genius. Now, the second thing I love that he said, he, oh, he also graded people really easy. Because he said, he goes, listen, he's like, a lot of you aren't going to become chemists. He said, a lot of you need a basic understanding of chemistry, and that's really important. But he's like, I'm not going to fucking derail your career by failing you at an entry-level class. He's like, listen, if you are getting it, if you're understanding the basic upper-level concepts, like, I'm going to pass you. I'm not concerned about it. And he got in trouble because he's passing too many people. They literally told him, Chris, you're passing too many people. Like, you need to make shit harder. Like, it was crazy. Dude, I and failed that look- class. I thought it was so easy, and I failed. I, I, I that was my, that was a wake up call to college. I mean, it was more the first really? of the classes I failed, but yeah, I failed. I failed chemistry. I just I did well on the first test, and I stopped going. And then I fucked up the rest of the class. I've never yep. taken chemistry before. I, it yep. was not something you can just learn by like you can't just look at the test and learn it. Yep. This has been a way I've been, I was able to operate the world before. I could look at the test and just figure it out. Yeah, yeah, well, that's right. a straightforward question. We can figure this out. Not that way with chemistry. You can't just look at the test and figure it out. And I, I, and I, pat, I did so well on the first test. I thought I don't have to go to this class anymore. It was not the case. The first test was a say. It just made me feel good. And then I fucked it up, and I got a D, and I had to retake it. An A the second yeah. time. Yeah. But I was like, oh fuck, I failed chemistry. Yeah. I failed Dude. it. That's such a weird word to say. They should call it a try again. They shouldn't call it a fail. <laughs> <laughs> a try again. They not, should, a, a, they should not go, you didn't fail. You got to try again. I mean, because yeah. failing means like you can't do it again. That's what I think about failing. It's like you can't do it again. They should call it a try it again. They shouldn't call it a fail. You got to yeah. try again. I mean, you didn't get through it. You, we don't think you have adequate knowledge to move forward. You got to. Mm-hmm. You got to try again. Yeah, you're not a failure. You just yeah. You just. Yeah, Wouldn't that be again. a better you name? It, Wouldn't yeah. you feel way better if you got to try again instead of a fail? Instead of a yeah. B? Like, I just, yeah. I, I, I got to try again. Yeah, that would feel better. I got to try again. 
Yeah, exactly. And they, just, and they that's how the world works too, right? It's, yeah. You don't get fails. You get try again. Yeah. You don't, you're never banned from thing. I mean, I mean, you can get banned. I mean, but like, you don't really, not yeah. normally. Like normally it just doesn't work out and you just try again. So you don't get a fail. Yeah. You get to try again. I think there's more try again than people realize. Like uh, in the terms of, <laughs> especially with personal interaction, you can have a terrible first interaction with somebody and you can, they, they kind of forget that. Like uh, in yeah. my job in sales, yeah. I live my life with try-agains. Dude, like, your whole life is try again. Like, in my job at sales, when I talk to customers, I've had customers that were like, yeah, they just, they didn't want to talk to me. Like, I called them first, like, five, ten times I talked to them. They were like, dude, like, I do not want to talk to you. Like, I don't care about you, your service. I'll have this other, your competitor, and I don't want anything to do with you. And I literally just keep trying again. I tried and tried and tried. And then, and every day I came with a new message, a new value to bring them, new information that I was bringing and then eventually they start doing business with me. And then, then, and then the thing is, once someone likes you, they forget about all the times that they didn't like you. Once, once they go, yeah, you know what? I actually like you and I like your service. Their brain, like, readjusts the past. And they go, yeah, 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 you're dope. I pretty much always thought you were dope. They, like, forget. They for, literally, every time that you have a flub and you have a terrible interaction with somebody, they forget, like, 99% of that. And you can easily no, overcome it. One, it's an people think, okay, it's a really stressful thought when you realize that you don't remember most of your life. It's mm -hmm. really stressful, right? You mm -hmm. go, fuck, I'm not remembering 99% of this. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's true. Mm -hmm. But then once you realize that it's that way for everybody, it's an advantage. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know, if you were not a good experience, people deliberately, like on purpose, they try to forget it. If you yeah. had a negative experience yeah. in some life, on purpose, they go, I want to remove that from my memory because I don't like it. So right. they only remember the good things. So you right. can have 10 bad things and one good thing to a person, and they just remember the good thing. Yep, and they say, that's, how, always, that's how it works. Yeah. That's how my and memory they, works, and that's how most people's memory works. Yep, and they'll go, yeah, I've always liked that guy. Yeah, he's dope. It's because yeah. they don't remember all the, like, people need to realize how insignificant most of their interactions are to other people like we all you know, think, know like oh this one time i said this really awkward joke to this like you know this like cash cashier and then i go so i've never gone back to that store dude that cashier sees thousands of people every day they literally forgot oh, yeah. about you two seconds when you walked away i had a really relevant good story so my dad when i was 10 years old took me to washington dc because he was mm -hmm. a lobbyist right so we were mm -hmm. meeting with like a ton of congress people and senators and I say we because it was true. It was a business trip. But he just said, I'm going to bring you along. And he brings me so he brings me there and he brings me to every room. And I'm just like, I just did. I'm like so nervous. I'm not going to do it. Right? I just like sit in the fucking room. And I was kind of actually like a little bit of a pawn in the sense that they, everyone was in a better mood because I was there. Because I just have good energy. I don't know why I was born that way. I just have good energy. Yeah. And so I just like, so I show up and I just be quiet, whatever, you know, I just play my role. I just be quiet and like Congress people would be like, oh yeah, you can just sit at my desk for the meeting. So I'm just sitting there like a congressperson desk, just like dicking around with whatever like stress ball they gave me. And just, yeah. Like, yeah, we, we vote on bills here. And then I'd go, woo, and spin around in the chair, you know, like, I don't know, I'm yeah. 10. What are you doing? You're 10 yeah. and you're sitting in a congressperson's office. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you right, I spin around the chair. Yeah. And my dad said, he said, Jack, you don't have to be nervous. He goes, Jack, here's how life works. It's better 
good or bad to make an impression at all than to not mm. leave an impression. Mm. And it, then it goes, but then you go, that means a bad impression is better than no impression. Mm. Right? And that, I agree with that. I agree with that knowledge. People remembering you is better than people not remembering you, whether good or bad, right? But you have the intention of trying to leave a good impression, right? Mm -hmm. But if it goes wrong, at least you left one. Yeah. Right? So yep. you always try to leave a good impression, but if it goes badly, well, then you just left a bad impression. But they mm -hmm. still remember you, and they're probably going to take your next call. If you left mm -hmm. no impression, then they won't even, they'll just fucking screen it because they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. If they have a bad impression, then they might have some words to say to you, right? They might mm -hmm. be like upset. They might be like, I need to answer this call because I need to tell this guy off. Guess yeah. what? You're on the phone with that person. Yep. That's and better. That's better than better. not being on the phone with that person. Them on the yep. phone angry with you is better than not being on the phone. Because guess what? Yep. If they are angry at you, you can placate that angry anger. And now, for no reason whatsoever that's logical, they just like you. Mm -hmm. People like right. you after that. Yeah. Uh, it, it does, it, if you... If you operate the world through trying to think of it logically, you're doing it wrong because every human-to-human -human interaction is not logical. I think I think one one idea I've been operating with on on that same the same track is, and Malcolm Gladwell's book "Talking to Strangers" kind of helped me articulate this point that I've been edging towards. Was to drop every single made-up scenario and assumption you have about how people are thinking or mm. what they were thinking in that moment or what they're thinking now currently or even how you remembered an event. You know, like, you need to stop. This is something I do all the time where... Oh, God damn it, Emma. Oh. <laughs> She's you playing music? There, do you want to yeah, pause it or mute real quick? No, we got, we got, we got, we got. No, she's she's confused. She I did I just text because she texted me. I've been I've been doing multiple okay. ones, but she's like, how do I how do I get the music to work in the house? And then she put it on in here. Yeah, because yeah. I live in a nice house where you can play music everywhere. Guess what? Yeah. It's not that expensive. You can have a house with speakers like that one. Yeah, Emma. I'm turning it up because she can turn it up. I can turn it down. Like you know how we here. were talking about earlier. We were talking earlier. For she, no, we were talking to Emma's sister earlier. And we're like, Emma, you should come on the podcast and be a guest. She's like, Oh no. Well, you know what? She is a guest right now. She is a guest. <laughs> she, she's an active guest. guest. guest I hope you're watching playing... this live still because you're playing music live right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yep. But um, on the assumption track, I think that there's so often that we that as people. I'm going to say, I'm going to stop saying we or like at most people. I don't know most people. I know a very small amount of people that exist. In the it's world. a thing that happens. But it's just I a thing that happens. That I think may happen to other people. Here's the thing I do that maybe other people You're do. You're not unique, Reno. It happens to other people. So you can say other so, people too. Yeah. So. You're not that unique. Where, <laughs> where basically, yeah, where basically, so like people will say, um, like, you, like, you'll sit there and I'll think, like, oh, man, I said this really awkward thing to this person. They're going to remember that and they're going to, like, they're not going to like me or something like that. Or I went on the date with a girl recently and um, it just was, like, just no chemistry. It was kind of, like, boring thing. And then she's like, oh, like, text me later or whatever. And I, and I kind of read it. I was like, yeah, listen, neither of us are going to text each other again. <laughs> like, no harm, no foul. It just wasn't a good date. And then I was just, like, building this up to be so awkward because she's a bartender at a bar I go to all the time. Um, and so 
And so I was so you like, went really, again. I was like, well, this is gonna be really awkward. So you shot where you Not ate. a big deal. It was just not a big deal at all. Like I literally just. No. I went there. She didn't really. She was like, yeah, what's up? Hey, have a drink. Bubbing. Just no one gave a shit. Like I literally made up so many things in my head of what she was gonna do and all these things. Nothing happened. So I think that. No. I think that in a, what I, I think some of them make me really happy is if I eliminated all made up scenarios and all assumptions I had, and I just I just went about just and not just really live. assuming. Mm-hmm. Just live, baby. I think that's a good end to our podcast. Reno, Reno, that was a good statement. I think that's a good end as well. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in live. I don't know if you've been here for the whole time, part of the time, but thank you for tuning in for what you did tune into. We appreciate it. We are here because we think that our thoughts are better shared with the world than just between ourselves. Mm -hmm. And we have a lot of fun, and we do it, and you can listen or you can not listen. It doesn't matter really either way. We're going to keep doing it anyway. And uh, we love all you guys. Check out our Patreon page. We have nothing on there, but you can give us money. And it's with Jack and Reno. And yeah. we're trying to get stuff on there, but it's kind of it's more complicated than you think. And most of my time is not dedicated to that. But it, it exists. There's a Patreon page. It's with Jack and Reno. There's nothing there. But it's got our logo, and it's us. And you can subscribe, and it's $4 a month, and we appreciate it. And all of the money that goes from there goes directly into making the podcast better, which means more things on the Patreon page that you're subscribing to, right? So you have to buy before there's a thing. But we, but we want it. And we, I would, if I could do this full-time, I would. And if, if enough people wanted it, I would do it. Boom. But that's the world we live in. And so, yeah. You see that? You like that, Reno? I just sold something with nothing mm-hmm. on it, and it was a pretty yep. convincing sell. I liked <laughs> it. I there. liked it. It was <laughs> honest. It was like, yeah, listen, you're not getting anything framing, for it, dude. but it'd be framing. really cool if you did. Framing. Yeah, framing is everything. There's nothing yeah. there. No, it's yeah. not. Whatever you think it is, it's less than that. I think, you're, I think you're actively there. unselling but it. What now. I intend to do what I intend to do is I've been doing a ton of writing and I don't want to post it publicly. I want to post it specifically to the Patreon page. So if you're not mm-hmm. on the Patreon page, you are going to miss that writing. And it's some fucking good writing. It's like sci-fi mm-hmm. shit, but also real shit. It's a different way to look at the universe. And mm-hmm. I've been writing it and it's good. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of going through the editing process right now. It's just kind of like short story type deal. It'll be there in the next week or two. I don't know. It's not a rush. We're just moving through life at the pace it goes mm-hmm. so boom thanks everybody thanks everybody bye